Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. You don't just live in your home, you live in your neighborhood as well. So when you're shopping for a home, you want to know as much about the area around it as possible. Luckily, Homes.com has got you covered. Each listing features a comprehensive neighborhood guide from local experts. Everything you'd ever want to know about a neighborhood, including the number of homes for sale, transportation, local amenities, cultural attractions, unique qualities, and even things like median lot size and a noise score. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular's single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Good morning, peeps, and welcome to Woke AF Daily with me, your girl, Danielle Moody, pre-recording from The Home Bunker. Folks, I'm excited to introduce you to today's guest. Usually on Woke AF, we do one-on-ones because I like to go in-depth with people And frankly, it's easier for you, the listener. But today, we have a special two-on-one conversation with the host of the serial podcast, Obscured. And I get into conversation with Emily Previty and Stephanie Marudis from Cuvenda Media to discuss the first season of Obscured. Which dives into, folks, I'm going to say a phrase that I've never said before. Policing trauma. Those that have been abused and experienced trauma at the hands of police. You know, whenever we cover state-sanctioned violence, police brutality, On this show, we are often trying to humanize the person that was and then became a hashtag because of being shot, choked, killed by a police officer or white vigilante. We never then go back for those that maybe didn't die but were emotionally and physically harmed, the effects that that kind of trauma has on larger community, and just the questioning of our unjust system as a whole. And so this series, Obscured, looks into this issue in their first season because these are two media veterans that wanted to bring attention and spotlight 
issues that legacy media leaves behind on the newsroom floor. And so they've done a ton of research and a ton of interviews, and this conversation really brings to light all that we don't know and all of the work that is left to be done. So that conversation with the hosts and founders of Cuvenda Media, Emily Previty and Stephanie Marudes, is coming up next. Folks, I am very excited uh, to welcome to Woke AF Daily for the first time um, the creators uh, and hosts behind Obscured by Cuvenda Media, um, a series that dives into underreported complex issues often missed in the daily news cycle. Their inaugural series, From Words to Weapons, centers on the harrowing tales of law enforcement trauma survivors and the intricate web of challenges, solutions, and hope and resilience that comes along with that. So I am so excited, Emily and Stephanie, to have the both of you on the show, please, so that my listeners can get used to your voices. Please introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit about your, your backgrounds and how you came together in Cuvenda Media. Danielle, thank you so much for having us today. Uh, my name is Emily Previty. I'm the co-creator and executive executive editor of Ex Obscured. And um, my background is in newspapers originally, but then got back to radio. I had gotten into journalism initially working for WXPN, which is a music-focused radio station in Philadelphia, but worked for the morning news show when I was an undergraduate. And I was working for the Press of Atlantic City covering City Hall and casinos when Stephanie and I crossed paths initially. But then, you know, several years later, each working for NPR affiliates based in Pennsylvania, collaborated uh, with uh, some other journalists on a long form podcast series called Grapple. And we really hit it off, um, felt like our you know, approaches and interests were aligned as far as reporting, um, stayed in touch, did some side projects together. And I joined Stephanie full time at Cuvenda in 2021 to launch Obscured. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, Danielle, for having us um, on the show. We're excited to be here. Um, I'm Stephanie Marudis. And um, i fell into journalism accidentally. Um, I'd say after college, uh, I had a day job um, and I started volunteering with a Greek community radio station in New York City. Uh, I had a show, a community affairs show, um, and was the reporter, producer, and host uh, for a Greek diaspora show. And uh, I really loved it. I loved it more than my day job. And um, I decided to make the switch to become a public radio reporter. And I was fortunate to be able to do so. And um, I first started working at WYPR in Baltimore, the NPR affiliate. I grew up in Baltimore, and uh, so it was great to be able to report on my hometown. And then I made the switch to WHYY uh, in Philadelphia, where we're based, and spent my time as a general assignment uh, reporter, you know, covering education, healthcare, immigration, and um, just continued to, you know, 
try to hone the craft as much as possible and um, got really into oral history on the side and reading about personal accounts and thinking a lot about how public policy impacts our lives. Um, flash forward, went from being a reporter to a producer, uh, started working on audio documentaries uh, and uh, eventually did a, another deep dive a study into oral history. Um, and that really catapulted to uh that really catapulted me to start Cuvenda Media um, as a production company to produce uh, narratives through social change. And as Emily mentioned, we came together um, on Grapple. And uh, that was, you know, just an extraordinary experience with a wonderful team. And then insight into uh, the collaboration with Emily and th thinking about how could we do this again? And this is where we are today. Amazing. Um, I, I love the background and, and love the story. Um, of how the two of you came together. I think that, you know, storytelling, particularly around justice issues, are incredibly important. And what I find is that we get very much bogged down by statistics and stories are what turn statistics into people uh, and humans with lives. Um, and And how those policy decisions affect people's day-to-day -day lives, I think is where we are needing, right? We need more of that in order to understand why policy matters, <laughs> like why it matters to your day-to-day -day life. So um let me let me ask you this and and Emily, if you if you'll kick us off with the response, which is, you know, tell us about obscured and that first season, because let me tell you that when I think about all of the names that kind of rattle through my head of unarmed black people, children, women who are killed by police. When I think about those people that would become hashtags that then came from communities, families, you know, schools, and the loss that kind of is a ripple effect. We don't really ever dig into that kind of trauma. And the fact that you even named it as, you know, people who were victimized by police, police trauma. Just talk to us about that first season and and really your why behind it. So the idea for the first season, well, I, it had been years since I had reported on criminal justice accountability and excessive force. but. I had done that before and switched mediums, switched jobs and beats since then, but uh, had really continued to follow the issue and care very deeply about it over the years, wanted to get back to that should the opportunity present. And so that was in my mind, but we hadn't decided what we were going to do, how we were going to focus the first season of Obscured. I was researching an episode for At the Core of Care which is a podcast that predates my time at Cuvenda with Stephanie, but that she has produced with a um, nursing uh, advocacy organization for years and was researching um, an episode for that about standardizing sexual assault exam procedures. And, you know, I came across a nurse who was on the schedule for a conference for forensic nurses um, specifically. And the title of her presentation was Developing a Protocol 
I don't remember the exact title off the top of my head, but it was about developing the protocol for caring for people who were survivors of law enforcement trauma, developing a forensic model for doing so. And I asked her about that sort of as a warm up, um, but then that's where the conversation went. And it was clear to me immediately that her story and her work could be part of, if not the focus of the first season. And her name is Maya Anderson. She runs the undergraduate and graduate nursing programs at Morgan State University in Baltimore. And Stephanie, for you, um, you know, what what brought you to this being the focus of of the first season and why was it important to tell the, this kind of narration again? You know, we see a lot. Um, you know, I, I notice, I don't know if you guys notice, but every time there is some type of nationalized uh, incident involving police, then all of a sudden my social media seems to be flooded with all of these heartwarming videos of police showing up in neighborhoods and, you know, and, and playing jump rope and doing all of these things. So why was it important for you to show the the trauma side. Yes, thanks for that question. And um, I think as we think about why we're doing Obscured um, in the first place, uh, that could help set the stage um, to help answer the question. Um, Emily and I, you know, spent time uh, working in legacy media um, organizations and, uh, you know, working in the daily news cycle. And, you know, we've just noticed so many redundancies. You know, you really see the same story kind of over and over again. And, uh, you know, your listeners and you and us, you know, we're just consumed in content. We have a lot of content coming at us all the time on various platforms. And I think as journalists, um, Emily and I, you know, feel committed to being able to report on angles of stories that do not uh, often, you know, uh, get told in the in the coverage that you see in the media, um, and you know, we started to think about, you know, how could we um, help contribute to moving a conversation forward on an issue, and I think, as Emily mentioned when she spoke with Maya Anderson, you know, that struck us as, wow, that's a angle of this topic we've never heard about, you know, that um, mm -hmm. a forensic nurse who has seen people present in the emergency department who need care and they need to have a protocol, uh, you know, and that it's, it's controversial and uh, there's a lot of pushback, um, you know, around this. And, you know, as she lays out in episode seven of our series and, and some of the other nurses who are interviewed, you know, it's this dynamic of calling the police on the police. Um, and that's really hard to do. And so we, thought that this is a story that needs to be told. Um, and to Emily's credit, you know, she spent the last few years digging deep, um, doing a ton of research, uh, developing sources, you know, really trying to tell this story that's not told. Um, and so that fit with our mission um, of Obscured. And, you know, it's, it's difficult to report. Um, you know, Emily, you know, and I would identify some potential sources and, you know, try to connect with, you know, sources and they might be ready to talk, but then in some cases they weren't. And we totally get that. And it's a thank you for considering the time. You know, we, we, we understand. Um, so it took time to develop trust and, and sources. And um, I think in Emily's reporting, you can see that we took a trauma informed approach in our narrative episodes. 
The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year. Equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. The series begins with the story of Jimmy Warren. And so I'd love for you to be able to explain to the listeners about that case and, and why you decided to start the series with him. Sure. So Jimmy Warren's case, if you follow uh, these issues closely, you might remember um, back in 2016, um, there was a major decision in the fall of that year from the Massachusetts uh, Supreme Judicial Court that got a lot of attention because it basically stated that, you know, police need to consider the long-term generational trauma that people of color have um, over police abuse, oppression, um, over law enforcement trauma. And that just because someone runs from the police does not mean that they're guilty. And that is something when the police are making a calculus of whether to pursue someone, whether to arrest someone, whether that's going to be considered justifiable or appropriate in the court of law, um, running is not a good enough reason, essentially. And basically, you know, I had been talking to a capital defense attorney and, and she sort of reminded me that about that case. I noticed that no one had interviewed Jimmy in any of the articles that I could find. His attorney that handled this case at the appellate level had never met him. Um, and both of those things struck me as highly unusual. None of the stories that I found said even something like, you know, we tried to reach Jimmy and we couldn't um, or anything like that. And so, um, 
you know, it seemed to me that if we could find this person whose case was, you know, it made a major statement, basically, of course, it's the state court, so it's not the law of the land, but it certainly did have an impact, um, as we discovered through further reporting. But, you know, I mean, we did talk to Jimmy, and he immediately agreed to, you know, sit down with me, I went to Boston, we had a pretty lengthy interview, and he's a fantastic storyteller, and, you know, um, was just a great interview. And we felt like one, the attention on the case could serve as a good entry point for listeners who follow this issue. They may remember it because it did make national headlines. But then also the nature of the case, it's not rooted in any kind of physical injury. But and as he, he speaks to in episode one of the From Words to Weapons series, just this long term, uh, like over policing and the effects of that. And we hoped that that would establish the ubiquity of law enforcement trauma and the true high relevance of this issue. Um, you know, again, looking at it in a way that we don't often see in the news. What, you know, and, and this is a question for, for the both of you, and I'd love to hear um, both of your thoughts on this. What was the most surprising thing? Um, that you discovered, you know, through your research and through putting together this series, um, because it seems like the research that you've done, the people that you've talked to uh, is so extensive. What surprised you the most? And uh, anyone can can jump in and go first. Hmm. What is the most surprising thing? So I guess I should caveat this by working as a journalist basically for my entire career. We can be, I mean, I could be, almost nothing is surprising, um, mm -hmm. even though it may be kind of outrageous or infuriating. Um, I'm thinking about I'm thinking about episode three, and that is about Chester Holman III, who was exonerated after serving nearly three decades in prison for a murder he did not commit. And just the fact that there isn't support for people who've been wrongfully convicted in the way that there should be, given the fact that the state, the government, um, has already essentially admitted their error and the harm mm -hmm, that they've caused mm -hmm. by virtue of this person's wrongful conviction. So, you know, there's not a lot of support. It's all over the map as far as state by state. Pennsylvania is one of about of a dozen that if you don't go the route of litigation, you aren't compensated for this harm that you suffered, which why should someone have to go through that again? Um, or file a lawsuit, I mean, it should be a choice, right? And so recognizing that most states have an alternate path that's more of an application process. And it's all over the map. As I said, it's very different. Their states' systems for this are not all created equal. But, you know, I would say that – I don't know if I'd use the word surprising, but I, I thought I was certainly outraged to discover that. Yeah, that is horrendous to have to then go through the legal system that unjustly convicted you to try and correct a harm that was caused to you is, right. is pretty and wild. 
Sure. And in, in, in Chester's case and the cases of many others who have been through this, it's there's a, a true cost associated with it. I mean, if you serve time in prison, it, it's just, you know, there's mental health support mm-hmm. that you're going to need. Um, you have to restart your entire life. Maybe you want to go back to school. You want to get job training. I mean, the list just goes on and on, right? And your family, if, you know, your family was supporting you through this and, you know, they may be in debt from trying to pay for attorneys to try to overturn your case. I mean, yeah, it it was just kind of shocking Yeah, to see the effort that people have to go through to be compensated for all of that. And Stephanie, for you, what yeah. was the most surprising? Um, I would add to Emily's, you know, episode three uh, and this topic and, um, you know, just a shout out Emily as well. Um, you know, she really laid out the politics in Pennsylvania behind um you know, compensation for wrongfully convicted. Um, and, you know, we don't have statute for that and just sort of how contentious that is um, in the state. And so that was also illuminating besides the the whole story, you know, uh, of what happened to Chester Holman III. Um, I would also say um, in an episode that we released on December 20th, um, it is a conversation with a a physician who has worked in public health, um, and it's about post-incarceration. Excuse me, it's about post-incarceration healthcare and and navigating mistrust within the medical system. And uh, Dr. Divya Venkat is um, the co-founder and um, co-director of a of an organization in Pittsburgh for people um, after they've been incarcerated. And you know, she's very candid uh, about. What happens, you know, in terms of healthcare for people while they're incarcerated and afterwards, and how they're treated, and how they can't get the same access to care, and are viewed differently, mm-hmm. really without humanity, um, and that that really just opened my eyes again, just sort of stories that you don't hear, and um, you know, she has, you know, that firsthand experience, and you know, is part of a group of healthcare professionals who are trying to change that. And they're, they're taking a harm reduction approach to care, um, you know, right after uh, people are released, you know, um, they're, they're meeting them right away, you know, trying to say, can we connect you with healthcare? Because um, she told us, and as we've learned from a nurse navigator, uh, who's, you know, part of her staff as well, that uh, formerly incarcerated individuals are at higher risk of dying right after release in those first few wow. weeks. Um, wow. Yeah. You know, it comes everything from substance abuse potential to, you know, just having health care. Um, and uh, so that that really was like, whoa. <laughs> so um, and I, I feel I could go on uh, about other surprises, but uh, thank you for the question. Yeah, absolutely. The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash the Shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. Me. 
Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. Just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent, only in theaters May 17th. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun, such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. As I close out with with the both of you, I just, I want to say thank you um, so much for the work um, that you've done to bring, you know, these stories to light and just your perspective and how you were looking at using using media um, and narrative to to have an impact into how policy can change our lives for the better or for the worse. Um, so please, Emily, tell folks how they can uh, connect with the series, how they can listen, um, you know, and, and learn more. So you can find Obscured on any major streaming platform. Um, you could go to Podlink and put in Obscured, and you'll find it there. We are on social media at Cuvenda Media. I'm on social at Emily underscore Previty, and the website is cuvendamedia.com, K-O-U-V-E-N-D-A media.com. Amazing. Thank you both so much uh, for making the time for Woke AF. I really appreciate you. Thank you so much for the conversation, Danielle. Thank you, Danielle. We really enjoyed being on the show. That is it for me today, dear friends, on Woke AF. As always, power to the people and to all the people power. Get woke and stay woke as fuck. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.
With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply.